Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! It's a podcast about marketing and money. It's the Marketing Money Podcast. At marketingmoneypodcast.com. With things about things and things. With your host, John Oxford. <sighs> and the color commentator, who's a very commentator. <laughs> dad uh, joke, Josh Mabus. No. 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 He, he no dad joke. Anyway. No, I love him. What's been going on? Beautiful weather. Finally, we actually have a spring in Mississippi. We did. We had two days of spring. It's no, summer. it's still it's, no. It's eighty-five today. Is it? Yeah, it's summer. It's hot. Ninety-two tomorrow. Ninety-two tomorrow. Oh yeah. According to Bobby, the producer extraordinary. It's over. It's, it's over. over. Welcome to summer. Get your seersuckers on and your your khakis, no ca- khaki shorts. I'll do khaki. Your shorts. Crocs. You. I know you rock the Crocs. I have a pair of Crocs to wear around the house, like to slip on to go outside. Are they house Crocs? House Crocs. House Crocs. I got you. They're not even Crocs. They're department store knockoffs. Yeah, knockoff. They they're fur inside, which is not good for summer. Oh, but just going out to the grill. <laughs> fur. Yeah. Uh, we we try to keep the shoes in the house. Not we're not like no shoes in the house, but at all. But like not not an original thought. But I've always said since I heard it that the holes in the Crocs are to let out a little bit of self esteem every time you take a step. Yeah. Just goes through the hole in the top. I'm not wearing them for fashion. It's just like, all right, right, right by the back door, by the grill, walk out. I like the ones with the little back straps you can pull up. Sport my, mode? My kid says, yeah, my kids are always like, I'm going in sport mode, Dad, and he'll pull his up and yeah. walk out, and I just laugh. And yeah. Anyway, it created a whole industry of, like, pins you can put in them and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And then there's, like, Adidas Crocs, like other brands yeah. have taken Crocs and make Well, it, no, there's some, like, takes designer the designer ones that are... I think the Kanye the the Kanye Crocs, the Yeezy boots Crocs. are expensive. It's expensive, and uh, I don't throw money around like a uh, a rap star, a professional athlete. But but some Tom Ford ad popped up in my little feed on Facebook for oh, some yeah. reason, and I clipped it and sent it to you. The espadrilles, flip flops, seriously, leather flip flops, were seven hundred and fifty dollars from yeah, Tom Ford. Different level, nine hundred dollar like shoes that kind of look like Keds. No, they had the they had the Tom. It's, it's confusing called Tom Ford, but they had the Toms like the buy one get one <laughs> espadrilles for six fifty. Yep, and, and and they don't even give a pair to anybody else. Jay Z gets a pair, but <laughs> yeah, when you buy a pair, Jay Z. The a pair. um, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking these shoes probably cost ten to fifteen dollars to produce. Oh yeah, just, just looking at what they are, John. We call that profit margin. We call that branding. Yeah. I mean, if someone will pay thirty-five to forty dollars for rainbows, maybe sixty, depending on what they mm-hmm. are, and then seven hundred and fifty for a very similar product, different, different say, level of person, that just says Tom Ford. Yeah, you, that's just you're a different type of individual. You, there's your wife be, does not pick out your clothes if you're wearing Tom a Ford. A joke in there that you could avoid your Ford car monthly payment to buy a pair of shoes of the same price. Yeah. So anyway, you could. Yeah. That's strange. But like I said, th- this is not the group that their wife picks out their clothes for them. 
No, it's the one where their personal stylist does yeah. and gets 10% and sends and them to you the mail. And when you're by the pool at the Elite Vegas, like you, there, there are places you can't go in America or in the world and wear rainbow flip-flops. Like you just can't. Like it's not, it's Beverly Hills, you know, that's like there's just, there are places you, you have to have Tom Ford flops. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> to be, it's just the price, price of admission. I wouldn't $750 shoes. That's 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 high. Speaking of wives dressing husbands, um, and I'm sure some of our listeners slippery slope dr- dress their slippery hu- slope dress their husbands. One of my favorite trends on on the social medias right now are are like these groups of friends because you know people have friends similarity and they, and they hang out in yeah. groups that there's enough wives that dress their husbands in the group that they. Gave their like they laid out their husband's clothes, and so they show up to an event they don't know, like in a public. Oh, and bar, they're all dressed the and same. They're all dressed I've exactly the same. I saw like a church thing. It was like an Easter something, and like, well, that one just happens. I'm just this was like Thursday night at the bar. They all showed up with the like exact, a light blue shirt and khakis, and like yeah. like they. And by all that, the, same. the time the eighth one walks in, they're just like, ah, that's I, that's a pretty good prank because it's yeah. harmless, but it shows the lack of like. I guess maturity or whatever with the dudes that are just like, oh yeah, whatever she tells me to wear. Like you didn't maybe think like, I don't know. Not like I text my buddies, what are you wearing? Well, how tonight? did you get eight deep? Like not one husband was like, no, I want to wear my favorite shirt tonight. And you just know that that relationship is such. It's like, no, you put on that blue shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I've seen these on so where they show and they're all, all the guys like laughing like ha ha and I'm like yeah. y'all look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything particularly against. That the husband or the the wives dressing their husbands, it's just a funny social thing. It, that, that it is funny. That's a that's a, they're forty something year old men. This like I don't know, like my kids, I'd lay their clothes out when they were toddlers, and they had to dress what up. We man, that's not even worth stories. Not even worth sharing. But we should do something like that to some of our fraternity brothers when they would like be getting ready in college. We'd go in and we'd take clothes out and lay out an outfit just to see if they would wear it. Yeah, and, and about once in about every five or six times because we all lived in the same yeah. hallway and. Uh, anyway, the community bathrooms and all that stuff back in the day. And so we'd be like, hey, he's in the show. Just lay something out that's funny and see if he wears it. About once in every 10 times, somebody, especially the one we'd prank on, he'd just be like, oh, I guess, I, like, I, I guess, must have laid, guess, laid this out. He'd come in and put it on. Everybody would be at the bar like, ah, like we laughing. We dressed you tonight. And it'd be some just random thing. But anyway, that was, I remember doing that. It was pretty funny. It, it, I don't know if it was as prankish as it was, if we just see if the person would like just a funny literally thing think in their head that they had laid that outfit yeah. out for the night uh, as a joke. So anyway, uh, past couple podcasts, we've started off talking about bad some, marketing, uh, bad marketing or critiquing some marketing. Yeah, It could not be bad if it Room for Look, improvement. If it's executing, is it bad if it's executing even though the branding may be bad? Or maybe the branding's great and it's not executing. So I don't I don't have the numbers of these groups, but I got a mail piece, which mail is in the mail. Not, 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 not a mail You're not piece. identifying? You're no, not giving us your... I'm not... Uh, there is no gender identification in this uh, this piece of... Surprise. In this piece of mail that showed up in the mailbox. Surprise. John has a mail piece. I got a piece of mail from BHG Money, powered by BHG Financial. I'm already confused. Yeah. BHG Money, and it has a very Adidas-looking, if I put my finger over the one little part of it, it looks like Adidas. Yeah. Um, A very Adidas-looking logo. BHG Money, powered by BHG Financial. Confused already, but let's say I take the time. It is a laptop 
this a picture of a laptop that folds out a faux laptop a faux laptop of paper made of machine made of uh, magazine grade paper you open it up it has a fake keyboard but it's like it it's pretty terrible like yeah. it looks it looks like you took a picture with your phone and printed it on a color copier and made it into a piece this was definitely a printer design piece like some printer told this was not an agency piece this was not internal marketing like it's like i saw this thing where it looked like like even the back of the mail piece i'm looking at because john's holding it up is the bottom of the laptop yeah they like, took like, the time to they print took the, the time to print the feet of the laptop on this thing and it oh it even has the little like whatever those things mean on a laptop so That's, they took a picture of a laptop it's got the carbon whatever and all the little insane yeah so they did take the time uh to put my name inside, so it's had variable data on the printing. Mm -hmm. John, we'd That's like this definitely print. Inside. We'd like to welcome you to a better lending experience. Mm. Well, thanks. I I I didn't know I needed a loan. Welcome. Let's read deeper. BHG, who I don't know if it's money or BHG Financial, but it's it's BHG. That's what they're yeah. calling themselves. Specializes in financing for busy professionals like you. Well, what's oh? I, let's read further. Loan features, funding as few as three days. That's amazing. Flexible terms up to 12 years. 12 years, Josh. 12 year am on that. No personal collateral required. Well, if I was getting ready to run out of town, this would mm -hmm. be the loan for me. No impact to your personal credit. Loans up to $250,000. And there are special. $250,000 um, unsecured signature loan. With 12 month AM. 12 years. 12 year, 12 year AM, I'm 12 sorry. 12 years. It has no impact to my personal credit. How can so you? if I don't pay it back, there's no impact? I mean, I could misread it as, hey, there's no impact to my personal credit at I'd all. like to see the disclaimer on that. Well, I think you will here in a minute because it is long. And it says specialists available seven days a week using the number seven <laughs> days a week. So I don't know what these specialists do, but they're available. Lending. It doesn't Lending say, special. It doesn't say. It just says they're available. Yeah. So can they tell me if I'm sick? Yeah. Which, the irony of what does uh, BHG stand for? Bankers Healthcare Group. Yes. So maybe those specialists are more than just bankers. I can get started with BHG today. Again, I don't know anything about I'm, 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 under, I'm, I'm guessing where they got your name. I'm guessing Bankers Healthcare Group is like I maybe a... No, nothing about them. Um, didn't they give me a personalized website? which I'm not going to read because I don't need you going on there and messing with it, but yeah, or podcast prankers out there after we talk about pranks, or a phone number. So they have a, so listen to all the ways I can communicate. They give me a QR code. Mm -hmm. Then they have, or visit the website that's personalized with my name in it, or you can call a number, and or you can simply uh, do the QR code on the left, or uh, don't delay, you have to respond by a date. So don't delay. Don't. Uh -uh. False sense of. Urgency. Uh, and then it, I love that it says, to scan, open your camera app or a free QR code scanning app from your device. Hold your device above the QR code so that it appears in the viewfinder and you will see a notification with a link. Click on the notification to open the link. I love that it te tells me how to use the QR code mm -hmm. in today's day and age. Well, that's because some executives like, I, I don't no, know. Nobody's going to know how to use that. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. This is definitely a direct mail house printer Oh, so piece. then then it folds. It is it is trifold vertically. It is a massive. Because you gotta piece. get inside the laptop yeah. keyboard. Then it tells me once again I can get funds in three days. And then it tells me it's really easy. And now it finally tells me that since two thousand and one, BHG has been focused on providing busy professionals with financing they need when they need it. Wow. 
Anyway, then it has some numbers. One, activate. Two, review. And three is to fund. And then it goes on to, to basically repeat the exact same things I just read, this time with icons, mm. like web-looking icons. So it's, so it's supposed to be, I think, a website on a laptop on paper mm-hmm. that tells me to go to the website while, with, your phone. with my phone or to call a specialist. But I don't laptop. know. And it shows this, has the QR code twice, same codes all over it. So anyway, they're trying to get me. And then well, that's because... A study said that if you put two QR codes... All I know is the special terms here, if, if I'm in California, I might not be able to do this because it, <laughs> it says California financing law license number 603-G493. You got to call for the full program details if you're in California. Yeah. But I'm not. Well, California hasn't found anything they don't want to over-legislate. Um, so. so I love that it also tells me to please recycle. Mm. It doesn't say it's recycled. It just says please recycle. At the bottom they of put it. That on. So they want me to take this and throw it to recycle. Uh, you know, there aren't a lot of disclaimers, to be honest with you. There's a little bit that says I'm just subject to credit approval, although they just told me it was easy. It was really easy, and I can get in as few as three days. Anyway. As few as three days. As few That's- as three days. So anyway, this was a, uh, I think it's silly. But there are probably people out there that are looking at this and going, hey, I can get $250,000 in three days, and I'm going to do it. Well, I mean, I think it's... And I have no idea what the rate... Obviously, they don't print the rate. You've got a flexible terms. Yeah, I'm sure that's like 25 to 40% or something. Anyway. I, I did three minutes worth of research. One, just to see what BHG used to be. The weird thing is the website does not have the logo on it. There's no logo on the website. Oh, you had to Google to find out what it is. It's not yeah. like about us. Here it yeah. is, right? It's just no. It was just I googled BHG money, and it, it was and it, it was looked like a stock website. Oh, it's like something did. you would use to sell a website. I, I think there's a lesson here um, that is germane to our time, which is you know banks are so flush with capital right now and cash to lend due to PPP and all that. And I don't know if they're a traditional bank, if they did PPP. I would maybe assume if they're a lender like that. I meant to look and see what bank backed it or if it's its own own bank. So sorry if it's your bank, but get some better direct mail. I'll just tell you that objectively. You're welcome for listening to the but, podcast today. But yeah, or it, just email me. But then I'm not going to look at it either. So they're just, but, but I mean, they're... They're flush with cash and like clamoring. I mean, that was an expensive piece. Here's a so how much you think it's cost? It was sent pre-sorted first class. So here's the thing: it has to go first class. This is the size, not just because of the size, but because of the shape. What about the date? Does that matter too? The, if the, you the date arriving, it, arriving, it has to arriving by date, but it doesn't have to. That's an old wives' tale. Yeah, they. It's because it's to the letter letter carrier. Wait, old wives is that? That's is that. Culturally Sexist. appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Can I'm you say sure. that anymore? I'm sure. It's an old husband's tale. I did. So it's a square piece, since y'all can't see this. And it costs about a dollar more to machine that in postage just because it's square. So if you did it a 6 to 10 ratio, which is... Take out your ruler. Yeah, this, there's a... <laughs> here's something for you. I'm a certified direct mail expert. I, I went to a multi-week course with the U.S. government a long time ago. How's that working out for you? Well, I'm very successful now. (laughs) Um, It's the key to my success. Out there, if you own an ad agency and you compete with me, the reason you might not be able to compete is because you're not a certified direct mail expert. I look for that every time I try to hire someone. I'm like, are you a certified direct mail expert? Yeah, absolutely. So a 6 to 10 ratio is normal machine mail. Like That's the the length to, to height. So a square piece of mail... Cost anywhere from eighty cents to a dollar twenty-five more per piece. 
off the top just because it's square. So, so you can put the same message. So in a, is this the size of it too? So does does that no, does the trifold matter? No, no, no. But the but the shape of it being square. What about the um, variable data by? Because you know they print out ten thousand of these and put everybody's name that's in here. That's one two with, with a variable data website as well as a code. So there's one two the, three four five. Is the variable data in color? Is it in green? No, it's in white and black. So everything. So that was a. So what they did is they printed that through a press and then went and sprayed all of that black ink variable. In with an inkjet process, so the QR code, your name, all of that stuff was sprayed on it after the fact, which is why it can be so big. I mean, that's a three dollar piece of mail. That expensive plus postage, probably. So five dollars. Yeah. So five dollars went into this. I, I would say three to five dollars. Depend on if that's like if they print enough of them, like a sheet fed web or whatever, and may have been. Well, you also got to count the cost of that specialist waiting for my phone call. Right, but they're employed anyway. They're on salary probably. Then, but. then there's a little insert, which I find hilarious. They put in something in here that almost feels like a fortune cookie piece of paper they've thrown in here. Definitely so like, an afterthought. Or it's like, a, it's like the tear-outs you get in magazines yeah. in a subscription. And it says, new name, same commitment to serving you. So for all you out there in the bank marketing world that go through mergers and acquisitions or murders and executions, as we like to call them in the biz, you need more clear messaging. So you can talk about the mail. I'll talk about the messaging here. New name, same commitment to serving you. Oh, okay, that's what it says. Well, what does it say? Since 2001, BHG has been dedicated to helping our clients accomplish more personally and professionally. Now we will be delivering our same industry-leading business and personal loans as, drumroll, BHG Money, powered by BHG Financial. Again, some executive got cold feet that they're going to think we're this other thing or whatever, but it, instead of just confidently rebranding. But it doesn't tell me, like, what, but what were they? What were you? Were you BHG? Were you BHG Financial? Were you BHG Money? Are you doubly rebranding as BHG Money, powered by BHG Financial? Or is this, and I'm thinking because this is how DUMB this is, is it the new logo? Like, is that their, re like, in other words, did they rebrand? It just say with no new prior name. knowledge. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like and, and I mean the lesson for all you guys out there is just there's too much internal thing that makes it into external pieces. But somebody won't see the QR code on page one, so let's put it on page three. And let's say on page how to use it on page three in yeah. case they saw it on page one, like what is this? I don't know how to use yeah. it. But on page three, we'll give them instructions that take up half a page. People look. One of the things I say is when there's a chance for confusion, people will be confused, and when people are confused, they'll tune out. So let me rewrite the copy on this. Do it. I don't know what it is, but BHG Money is Bankers now... Bankers Healthcare Group. Yeah, Bankers Healthcare Group is now BHG Money. Yeah. Like, that's your headline. And then it is, since blah, 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 we've served you and been dedicated a new name with the same dedication. Yeah. Thank you for allowing us to serve. Whatever. It's easy to write copy when most of it's yada, 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 though. But that's what it is. Yeah. It's yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Oh, this, this, is. this is copy that can be written a thousand times. What about that sleep. picture? Are they out in like a cornfield, like it's swinging? A, it, it looks like it's a dad about to slam his daughter. Oh, she's wearing Crocs. She's wearing Crocs. <laughs> she that that full circles this whole thing. BHG money, like I don't know what it is. Don't know anything about it. Apparently, they lend money, but like I, it's very the message is confusing. Is this a rebrand piece? Is it and an why are you telling me? Is there really? Again, that's where I go back to the internal thing. Like no one cares out there. Now, if I need money, I just if you care about getting money for a reason. There's this weird thing of like promoting the rebrand, like, and we we you have to alert people the rebrand, which that is, but like it's an afterthought though. But did you know about it? I mean, you sent me a ten cent piece of paper printed. 
It's a really weird thing. With a three to five dollar piece with it inserted into the three to five dollar piece. Plus, I just don't know why it's a laptop either. That's super weird. I guess they're trying to tell you that you go on the laptop to sign up. I remember in the early two thousands, like when some and we do this, we put messages in iPhones to show that it's on. Yeah, oh, on, we on used a, to hand people one. I didn't think that was a bad idea though. People would come to the drive through back in the day. We don't anymore. We yeah. would hand them an iPhone cutout. Basically telling them you could have deposited the check with yeah. this, and you hand it to them as we the instructions the... how to do it. I mean, you were handing it to. Them. I don't think it was cheesy. No, yeah, no. they threw it away, but it but showed the them. purpose. Well, there was a purpose. Like you could use your phone to do the same transaction. So the phone mentality was there. That laptop is just decoration. Oh, this could be a letter or or an email. I remember I did a I did a a mailing for a school in more than fifteen years ago. So whenever. Whenever the Motorola Razor came out. I love the Razor. Yeah. Did the Razor flip? Yeah, it flipped. It flipped. That yeah. was a thin flip. It was, the last fl- it was one of the last it, flip yeah, The last probably really high-selling yeah. flip flown. Flip, flip flown. Flip flowns. But I remember for no reason at all, the, uh, the, the client wouldn't approve it, like needed to be flashy or whatever. And I probably illegally at that point took a picture of the Motorola flip phone and like put a like your future is calling or something on it and send it to it. Like put your that... future is calling. <laughs> so good. But they were so popular, like yeah. you couldn't get it. And you flipped it open and then like you flipped the mail piece. No, open. no, it was, it was just the open phone, like on uh, the cover, like your future did is you, calling. Did you have a uh, um, variable data where it said like yeah. Josh, yeah, you know, yeah. some, some college is wanting calling. You, it, yeah. Call this, the number and you yeah. call the emissions and yeah. Look at you. 15 years before BHG Money, powered by BHG Financial, powered by BHG. Formerly BHG. <laughs> Formerly BHG. So I guess, yeah, there's lessons to be learned there. I hope you hope you find them. All right. So uh, getting back to speaking of fails, was that a fail? Speaking of fails, today we're, we're following along on our eight themes that we've been doing this spring in our uh, Mighty Mighty Marketing Money Mighty podcast. And today we're following up our great aid of conversion with the hateful aid of conversion. So do you have your spite ready, Mr. Mavis? Always. Let's talk about number one. And, you know, as we go through content to connection to conversion, uh, when you're creating your marketing, this is built around how it would work if you're designing it. Not a one-off piece, but more in campaigns. Uh, number one on my list is not being able to convert off your content. And I, there probably needs to be some context in that mm, because helpful. Yeah, because I go out and I send you, you know, I go to an event that's sponsored by me. How can I convert off that? Yeah, you can get the list. That's put not it content, Salesforce. Though. It's not. But your content is, is it what's in this mail piece? Is it what the commercial you make? Is it, you know, how can you convert off of it? And I think there's many ways. Is it a button to click through? Is it a QR code? Is it, but well, if you, that, if but you like, forget to do it, I think that's an issue. I think the most egregious example, and it's easy to do for a lot of reasons, and that is on your blog, like when you're putting up blog content to not, so if you're talking about, if you had a blog that's about checking, that if you don't have a link, inline links, to like the checking product you're talking about in the blog. Yeah. Like who cares if they read all of it? If they open the, they'll click off and go, yeah, to open the checking. Please, account. please. Or like an ad for that product that you're, that, that would solve the problem that you took time to write about. We miss it at times. Um, everybody does, but that's probably one of the more egregious examples I would say is like, you have this interactive platform that you took time or spent money to, to buy content for, but there's no way to get, to a, the person a to product. a place where they can convert, like yeah. even a, a link or even a phone call. Whatever, yeah. there's, you're missing that final piece. Why'd you do the content? 
Yeah, and I, unless it's just to engender goodwill and that's, that's what positivity. I was going to say. Unless it's a goodwill thing, but like where where does the person go at the end? And that's why I like doing video on social because you catch them and then, oh, I like that bank. I'll click on it. A lot of times if you don't put it in it, you can go to the first comment yeah. and put in there, click here, learn more, click here to open an account, want to help this nonprofit. That, oh, and, and some people are like, well, how's the nonprofit? Well, we banked a nonprofit. So yeah. if their deposits that go money. up, that, help, yeah, that helps us. And then we smooth with their boards because obviously high-profile people are generally on boards and you get them as customers. So th there's a there's a strategy to all this. But not being able to, to convert off your content is number one. Number two, not being mobile friendly. Mm. So I, so so we get this question a lot, and I've talked about it on the podcast. There's a difference between being mobile friendly and being mobile first. And so like a lot of times we get interviewed because somebody heard it at a conference. Like, do you design mobile first? Mobile first. No, we don't. We do not. Well, you just lost my interest, right, Michael and, Scott. And, and I'm sure some people did, just tuned off. You need to look at your stats first and see where people are coming from. When you start saying you're doing one thing first, we do mobile as with as much pressure and thought as we do desktop. But how can you be mobile first if you're omni-channel? Right. It's got to be omni-channel. So, but I mean, it's just using somebody's jargon. So no, we... We, we, we put the same amount of care into both, but I saw a site the other day. It was a company that designed a bank website, but they're not bank marketers. And it's probably the worst example I've ever seen mobile first. Like everything, and it was the designer's website. Everything on it was like too big. And you could tell like, and we, I looked at it with the web team. I was like, here's an example of when mobile first goes wrong because they designed it all to be real appy and buttony. But on a desktop, like, it just looks you have weird. to scroll to yeah. scales all off. Yeah, but making it mobile friendly, yes. I mean, we are in a mobile world, but I always give the caveat. Look at your stats of who's going to your website. You may have a lot more people going to your desktop than your mobile, but especially for opening accounts. That's why you can't be first one or the other. They both have to be excellent experiences. Agree. Agree. Uh number three. And I'll say this one, it's it's forgetting the human connection. Mm. And the reason I like this one is because I'm not a big proponent. I know they work in a lot of situations, maybe in the higher percentage than not, but like chatbots. They seem to frustrate me. Any company I've had to deal with a chatbot, unless it's like, what are your open or closing hours? Something. It's always like they can't get to the answer that you need because it's a specific thing or you wouldn't have gone there. Well, and, and let's clarify something that frustrates me in the banking industry. The word chatbot has like almost taken over every every type of chat, like if you chat with a human, no, that's great. That people still call it a chat. I can bot. get a lot of information out of a human. Right. I'm talking about this automated, like, no have, response found. AI has found that there are 45 questions that are asked out of 90% of the calls, and we can answer them with this thing. And then you don't word it the way the computer thinks you're going yeah. to, so it doesn't answer it. Or like you call and. I mentioned Michael Scott a minute ago. I love the office episode where Jim and Dwight, I think, go in to sell and they call like another, like a national chain. Yeah, and, and they, they call them the and it's just saying, they're just saying, I'll be, you know, call us. And they call and Pam answers the phone and that yeah. is still ringing. Like you forget the human connection. You think it's yeah. automated and that some phone when tree you can take it. find out they're actually decent at their job selling it, paper. Yeah. it It's just, you forget the human connection. And a lot of us do that. It's like, I think a huge percentage of the calls to our call center are reset your password. Mm -hmm. Well, then let's solve that through a human connection of how does it? How can we do that without having someone have to make a phone call, getting off the medium that they're on to do their banking? Well, well chatbot has irked me in the banking industry that it got any traction, honestly. And I go from 
community bank to community bank. And what I hear over and over and experience over and over is how, how great the people are, how much the people care. And so you're going to tell me your community bank that has great people that care, you're going to send people through an automated robot. Like you've had enough of actual intelligence that you want artificial intelligence. We don't like artificial color or flavoring. Why do we want artificial intelligence when a human can not just do it better, but actually do it? I, again, it's that conference vendor sales, like convincing people they need it, I guess. Number four, forgetting to ask for the business. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of like the no CTA stuff. Or it's sort of like when I talk about it. But people do it. Every, every day you get content that's like, oh, thanks for that article. Oh, this was by a for-profit company. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what's funny is, uh, uh, you know, I used to march around the political realms of the world, and I can't tell you how many speakies I would go to and candidates would get up and speak at some event, and they'd finish up, and, and some Not ask for the vote. somebody from the audience would be like, I got a question. You gave a great speech, but you didn't ask for the vote. And it'd be like a big deal to like a certain person, yeah. and it was kind of like their thing to ask that. I would always laugh, and they'd like, but, you, and I, but it kind of stuck with me, although I thought it was very simpleton at the time yeah. but i was like they didn't they didn't say and i would appreciate your vote on the date or i yeah. you know, appreciate your vote for whatever or please donate to this cause or but some people they just don't say it and then you're like oh well, what was i supposed to do i heard yeah. your story what am i supposed to do so i think always remember you've got to tell the person what to do or ask them whatever mm -hmm. they need to do number five not being able to measure uh now I, in conversion Hateful, one of the hateful H's. And I hear that a lot, especially for bangers, because they want to measure everything. I, I once had a boss, this was years ago, who used to say, if, if we can't measure it, we won't do it. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make Well, what do you measure? Yeah, exactly. It, it, was a, it was a cool, like, stake-in-the-ground statement, but it was just a stake-in-the-ground statement. If it ain't worth measuring, it ain't worth doing. That, and you're like, really? Because, like, I, there's a lot of well, things. Go measure the effectiveness of, of, of sponsoring a United Way whatever. Like, it, and, and, and then you've got the question of what – Community impact, or yeah, well, like you go to a conference. What's the measurement of that conference and how it helped you or didn't help you? I mean, but like, at least measuring the eyeballs. So, so I'm, we're talking against what I'm saying here. But my point is, for bankers that are thinking about this, usually to sell a campaign or to sell a whatever it is to bank management, you have to show some form or means of measuring. Yeah, and that's mean, why I put it in. Like I said, but just top line measurement, if nothing else. I mean, it can be vanity measure. But the thing is, is I do think that's an unneeded statement in the world of banking because people want to measure things that they're going to do it. They're going to yeah. make you have to do it anyway. Number six, and this is one of my favorites. I'm like rubbing my hands together here. Provide, he providing it. a poor conversion experience. Oh yeah. I hate to be specific on one, but Firehouse Subs app kills me. Oh, it's pretty hard to use. It kills me. They, so they do a featured sub, and then they're regular subs, but the featured sub... Finding is, it is... Well, it's just a picture. Yeah. You can't click on the featured sub to buy the sub. It's buried somewhere under regular subs. Yeah, it's hot, hot specialty subs is where you'll find the featured sub. But but it's... But you got to know that. But, but when you see the big picture of it, the picture below it is a click-on-order picture. Yeah. So you've got intermittent pictures of subs that some it, you can't order and some you can. It's funny that you have this problem. Well, I'm Johnny Tech. I have all yeah. types of tech But problems. normally, if we order out lunch and John and I are eating together, I'm the guy that has to order. So I'm the guy that's got to find the specialty sub because John always wants the new Hey, I'm bougie like that. Specialty I sub. want the bougiest, specialist, most pretentious Tom Ford of subs. Tom Ford of subs. I want the pretentious sub. Okay. Uh, in fact, that's a good restaurant. I'm going to open pretentious subs. 
It's good. High end. $50 sub sandwich. $50 sub sandwich. Yeah. And you can dine with Tom Ford shoes on. You can only wear Tom Ford shoes to go inside. I like it. But anyway, the the conversion experience, poor. Uh, The other thing is you you click through. It's like, do you want to add a drink? And you can't pick the drink because they want you to get it there, but you don't know. And then the chips, like they scroll through and you can't pick the chip. It's it's a weird. Whoever did it was like, it looked. It'll look cool. It'll look cool, and then you can't use it. So it's a poor conversion ex- experience. And what made me mad last time is I just gave up and went yeah. somewhere else. Because I was trying to order it soccer weekend, soccer dad. Like, I'm going to get the subs and bring them back because we got games the afternoon. And I was like, well, I'll just go to uh, the next place. Go to Peppers. Shout out Sweet Peppers. Yeah. Which All our their, list. Their, their app actually works. Yeah. But, uh, but Well, anyway. I guess it was involved in that. No, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, providing a poor conversion experience. Number six. Number seven. Um, the follow up, not following up. And I say that on conversion, it's like when you're when you're trying to convert, you don't re-email or you don't tag them and repost or you don't like social media. We we put out a tweet, Josh. We we put out or this ad. direct mail piece. Like they're going to send that piece, and you're not going to get an email. You're not going to get another piece. You're not going to get a reminder. On digital media, it's almost too much, especially these LinkedIn salespeople. Like, did you get my last message? Yeah, I did. I... Sorry to bother you. Then why are you bothering me? Yeah. So, uh, but the follow-up. Be able to follow up appropriately. I think banks, bank vendors do a great job. Bankers don't. Uh, but I will say one follow-up area that banks need to do better in, or maybe we do, and I'm talking about others, is the breakage of like some percentage gets to starts an app. Yeah. Starts a process, and because we make it so onerous and so hard to convert in the process, they're like, hey, I've got to go. It took more than five minutes. I've got it. And so I think getting that list is a, is a hot lead list to kind yeah. of rebound and re, re put messaging in front of. And, um, hey, did you hate our experience before? You wait until you get it the second time. <laughs> it's the same thing. Here it comes again, new and improved. But, but for us, would you please do it? Just take another shot. Oh, well, that's like the, this is my dating life. Hey, I know I completely turned you off the first time I asked you out, but let's try it again. Yeah, if you thought it was bad the first time. It's the same exact personality that you didn't like before. Or it's like the Southwest mail piece that I got that was like... Oh, then they sent sent me the first. Well, they sent me two, and the first one was like your reward that you couldn't get, so they resent it with the updated site, but it's still the first thing it asked me is like, will you please refer us to somebody? Mm. And then turn the page, and maybe you'll get a reward. And then it gave me, we never followed up on that, it gave me three choices of rewards without an explanation of what they were. So I had to go Google what they were to decide which one was was best for me. Because it was like preferred points or something? It was bonus points, preferred points, and buddy points. So you could, I think, have points that let you fly, I'm I'm gonna get the technicalities right. Points that were like for other things besides airline miles, yeah, like hotels or rent a car, or whatever. And then points that were you could give to somebody, the transferable points. Yeah. So, you, but you you can only pick one. But it didn't tell you what they were. It was just like pick preferred buddy or whatever points. And I was like, I've got to Google this, and so I did, and I picked the airline miles. But like yeah. it was like, it was one of the worst. Com- oh, and before you could do it, you had to play a, a card game with the computer that matched up airport abbreviations or whatever. Uh, with the they pic- gamified the, the picture, they John, gamified they it. gamified it because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play. I wanted to get a a web address. I had to get two mail pieces to get to type in, and then once I typed them in, I wanted to go to a site that g- made me play a game. And then once I played the game, I wanted to pick between three very confusing prizes. And then once I got the prize, I'd have to wait six to ninety days for it to show up in my point locker or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Just no, mm. I did it. 
because I was intrigued for the just, podcast. Just for the audience. For the audience. Sometimes you have to sacrifice. Audience first. Sometimes you got to sacrifice for, for the, the betterment of the crowd. Yeah, that's it. I'm proud of it. And you. so I did. I did. I gave them a full 10 minutes of very frustration with a, with a South uh, All this about sandwiches, you're going to have to say eight so we can wrap up this podcast. All right. It's almost lunchtime. No follow-up with those that know you. By that, you have to explain that one. So me. that one is not realizing that your warmest markets are or current clients and our referrals. This is the most cost-effective marketing in your current client base because they already are aware of your brand and might even be fans of it. So it's like the whole, like, phones, uh, for example. Oh, so what Southwest told you to do. Yeah, exactly. Ah. No, it's like the phone things when they're like, if you're a new customer, you get a free phone and one year free and this. But if you're a current customer, you don't get anything. And yeah. you've seen, I think AT&T has started to do, like, you get both. And they had, like, yeah. a both commercial. But my point there is looking for new business so hard in your conversion that you forget that you might be able to convert and, and grow well, wallet share. Well, if that's all, if, if, if anybody follows the cell phone, all you're going to do is just go to another cell phone thing every time. Yeah, I, just hop around. Yeah. Uh, but my point is, is when converting, don't forget to include or maybe do campaigns to those that already know who you are that will be less cost to, uh, or more efficient or less cost to convert because they already have a checking account. Why not a mortgage? Or they already have a mortgage. Why not? They already trust your brand or somebody that works yep. there. To wrap it up here, because it's almost lunchtime, and we have destroyed our time here talking about a mailer, I'm going to go through again to wrap up. The hateful weight of conversion, not being able to convert off your content, not being mobile-friendly, forgetting the human connection, forgetting to ask for the business, not being able to measure, providing a poor conversion experience, uh, not following up, and then also not following up with those that know you or are hot leads and referrals. Hot leads. Hot leads. So uh, speaking of... Let's get a hot lead to somewhere to eat today for lunch because I'm hungry too. All right. So if you're listening and you know what time we record this, it is around lunchtime, around high noon. Right at noon. Right at high noon. So anyway. Hope uh, y'all get something good to eat today. For the Marketing Money Podcast, this is the mor- Marketing Money. Morgan Mindy? Marketing, 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 Marketing. Nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.